0: What's up, everybody? This is another episode of W I N I F R E D, the podcast. Writing, inspiring, notably, intentionally, for readers everywhere to discover. This guest. Today is a fantastic person that does a lot of different things. Um, you know, it's amazing that when you meet someone or you see someone, you see them as one thing, and as you talk to them, get to know them a little better, you discover so much more. I don't think any of us are one note. I mean, somebody could look at me and say, Oh, okay, creative writer girl. But I mean, I do HR, you know what I'm saying? I do a little bit of of everything really, um, honestly, and you would never know unless you took the time to talk to me. And doing these podcasts, that's probably my favorite part is discovering, you know, that people have so many different gifts and so many different talents and where their journey of life has taken them. But anyway, since we discussed so many different things, I'm just going to go ahead and lead us right into the episode. Welcome to the colors of a creative mind. (laughs) Enjoy the episode. All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of W-I-N-I-F-R-E-D. Today, I have an awesome guest, another awesome guest um, named Creative Minds. And I'm going to spell it for y'all in case you're listening, you're on the drive and you're not looking. It is spelled... C-R-E, the number eight, T-I-V-E, M-I-N-Z, Creative Minds. How are you? And thank you for coming.
1: That's it. I'm doing fantastically fine. Thank you for having me.
0: <laughs> now I'm, I'm totally excited to have you. Um, I saw you on Instagram. I, I don't even remember who was hosting the live but I just so happened to be watching. um, And I saw you on there spitting some really nice poetry. You have a great voice. And I was like, huh, (laughs) let me see about that and see what we can do. But first, just go ahead and introduce yourself. What should people know about you? What do you do?
1: Oh, okay. Um, uh, I'm I'm bad at this. I'm trying to get better. Uh, I'm Creative Minds. Uh, I'm a poet. uh, author uh painter um, I, I do I do pretty much everything. I'm a graphic designer uh I have my own business creative collective uh, I have a non nonprofit organization called creative dad uh, geared or more of a single father support group um, yeah <laughs> all that in a nutshell. <laughs>
0: Wow, that that is a handful. So my question to you, um, what, and this is like a question everybody probably hates, but of all those things that you do, just poet, author, painter, graphic design, this, 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 like what is your first love amongst all those things?
1: Oh, my first love is art, is a, a painter. Uh I started off doing artwork. So I've I've drew paint all my life so that is my first love
0: okay excellent so I'm going to ask you and I'm just kind of just starting off hot we're going to get to the background questions and stuff but um hmm, painting so you are my first painter um so that's awesome I always like to announce when somebody's the first of something to come on the podcast so I'm just going to ask you a few questions about painting if that's all right
2: yeah yeah fine my honor
0: all right do you have a favorite piece from somebody else
1: favorite piece from someone um no I don't (laughs) Uh, it's that's crazy crazy to say um, um. So, I, you know, as a painter, I I really don't follow anybody. I, I mean, I I like people, other people work, but I really don't follow anybody because, I mean, that that helps me, you know, create my own my own lane or find my own way in artist artistry or painting.
0: Okay. Uh. Well. Can you name a person that maybe inspires you, like a painter that you really enjoy their work? I'm sure there are many, but maybe just name one.
1: Oh, uh, definitely Paul Lewis.
0: Okay, you said that like definitely. I I don't know who that is. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, no, Tell he. About so that's
1: that's that's my cousin. That's who got me into to painting. Uh, he's uh, a dope. Dope, dope artist. Um right now he's in New Orleans. Uh he's more of a, a street artist than any anything, but he has, yeah, he inspired me.
0: I love it. Shout out to the cousin Paul Lewis. Where can we follow him? You know, big big him up. Where can we find
3: him?
1: Here? <laughs> yeah. Uh go to his, his webpage, paullewis.com um yeah and that's that's where he's not really on instagram or anything like that so he's he's really that uh catch him when you can
0: <laughs> i love it i love it is it lewis as in l-e-w-i-s or yeah. Okay, l-e-w-i-s paul lewis.com perfect i love it um well i actually have a favorite piece um it's been my favorite since as far back as I can remember, I want to say maybe in middle school, I discovered this piece Um, and it's called The Son of Man. Um, And I believe the painting is by Margaret. If I said that wrong, please forgive me. Um, (laughs) But it is a painting of a man and he has this apple in front of his face. (laughs) Mm. Um, He's just kind of outside, kind of looks like he's maybe in Maybe he's coming from work, kind of, I don't know, business scene maybe attire, he has a little hat. Okay. There's just an apple, just randomly in front of his face. And I remember seeing that as a kid and I just was so like fixated on the painting and um, it's just my favorite. And so, yeah, well, we gonna move on. We gonna move right along. <laughs> so, Cause I'm just all over the place with the question. So I want to know, and I'm sure the listeners want to know about you, the person, like tell me about your upbringing. How were you introduced to art? I mean, you mentioned your cousin is an artist. Are there any other artists in the family? Was art very, like a very big part of your household? Kind of talk about uh, how you fell in love with art and how that all started.
1: Okay. Um, No, it's not, I can't recall. I
0: think he's the only artist
1: well, besides myself <laughs> in the family, um, no. How I fell in love with art because I was never, I was always the outball, the all ball, the out outcast of, of the family. I always kept to myself. Uh, art became just an expression, just a, a love of a love of of words you could say. Because uh, I was never a writer. at the time and uh I was all when I did try to write or something I was always like no you're misspelling that the punctuation wrong and all that stuff so art you know what they say art art represents a thousand words or a thousand words in in a painting so that became my expression my my way to talk to people
0: very interesting very very interesting um so on your instagram which i will put the the handle um on the episode so people who may not be following you can follow you you put something in your bio about being awkward um what is awkward about you or what do you think is awkward about you if you don't mind sharing
1: oh, <laughs> right uh i have so many poems about that about being awkward about being like the the black sheep or or an outcast um because i never really i never really did what other kids did i i had i had not even friends i had associates nobody i really hung out with um even just the way that I you know I talk or that I walk because I I came I was traveling back and forth back and forth from from Ohio to South Carolina and then when I came back you know people were like oh you talk funny And and then going and growing up in school I was always uh not the bad kid but uh I was I guess diagnosed with uh they try to diagnose me with ADHD and learn, and I went through a learning learning uh, disability classes all the way to high school, and it, it it was not a so good fond memories of my childhood, but I survived. I'm here.
0: And we're happy that you are (laughs) doing a lot of great things. So, so that's interesting. Um, You know, a lot of people can identify with being, I guess the the outcast quote unquote, maybe the oddball out. Um, So I think it's beautiful that you found something that you can just pour yourself into um, which is art and you do different types of art. So you do poetry as well. Um, so tell me about your first poem ever. What did you write about if you can remember?
1: Uh, my, so this is crazy. My first poem was six six years ago. Um, I wrote, my first poem I wrote about like uh, the struggles of Christianity. Yeah, the struggle of Christianity. That's that was my first phone.
0: Very interesting. Okay. So many layers, so many layers. So <laughs> <laughs> so what are the struggles, if you don't mind? That's such a big Big topic, um, and as a Christian, you know I can definitely identify with probably some of the things that you'll say. But if you don't mind, <laughs> you can just name maybe three struggles, and you don't have to get too heavy into them, but maybe just list them.
1: Um, the struggle, like the whole—I
0: don't,
1: I don't know. Um, yeah, I do know. <laughs> I don't know. I, like trying to trying to to uphold. Uphold and live live every aspect of the Bible, and then you know people people want to quote stuff. You know, what I'm saying quote just scriptures or or a small piece and try to try to make you look bad, but don't go fully in depth of the Bible. Or it's 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 a lot. <laughs> it's a lot.
0: No, you're, you're totally right. Um, and it's it's very interesting that you bring that up because earlier today I was in a clubhouse room for anybody on Clubhouse. Check me out. My name is Winifred Summer on Clubhouse. Um, but anyway, in that summer, like this season, um, I was in this room and it was like, protect Christians on Clubhouse. <laughs> and they were just going on and on and on just about how like, filthy um the app is and you gotta like guard yourself against this and that and a lot of things that they were saying um you know made sense but then some of it was just I had to get up out of there um (laughs) (laughs) there's definitely struggles just being in this world um and those who are trying like you said to do their best to I guess be that that uh that person that they believe they should be based on the principles of the Bible. Um so I just think that is very fascinating that that was your first poem. So I'm assuming that somewhere you were dealing with with that, I guess, battle of self.
1: Yeah, I mean, i I'll still deal with that. It's it's an everyday struggle. Um now I could cope, I cope with it more. And and understand understand the struggles struggles and not try to not try, so much trying to hide it and 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 overcome it more accepting my struggles and and living with it and just moving on the best best of my abilities.
0: Amen, amen. Um, all right, we can get off the subject. My last comment on it, though. <laughs> <laughs> we just have, you know, a lot of other things to, to discuss, but I just thought that was so fascinating that that was your first poem. There's an episode of The Simpsons, which people who know me well know I love The Simpsons. I've been a long time fan of the cartoon. And there's this one episode where Lisa, I think she was talking to Reverend Lovejoy. Um, I can't remember what was going on, but she was like, well, Reverend, doesn't the Bible say, you know, not to judge? (laughs) And Reverend Lovejoy was like, the Bible says a lot of things. <laughs> he just cut her <laughs> off, shut her down, and ended the whole conversation. I was like, yikes. Um, but yeah. <laughs> but people do that in real life. Like the minute you, you know, I don't want to say challenge them, but maybe they're doing something or not practicing what they preach and you bring attention to it, it's like they just want to shut you down and just start, mm-hmm. anyway, <laughs> so just one last thing about i guess your childhood when you were a kid what did you want to be let's go back to the earliest memory
3: as
1: ooh, yeah. so when i was a child child what i wanted to be was a painter wow yeah that's that's what i wanted to be i wanted to be a painter Hmm
0: all right, that's that's heavy. It's very rare that I have a guess that the first thing they wanted to be is what they actually end up being. So I think that is super.
3: (laughs) It
1: it was a struggle though. It was a struggle to get here. And I I mean, it's, you know, it's still not exactly what I I want, but I am, I did kind of, or not kind of, but I did, you know, move maneuver, maneuver my dreams into my actual what i'm actually doing but it, it was def, it's definitely a struggle definitely a struggle
0: hmm. do you know anything about uh, nfts and no pressure if you don't i mean it's still kind of just surfacing i guess to mainstream
1: nfts that's uh that's dealing with uh crypto right
0: yeah
1: that, that nft yeah
0: mm-hmm. how do you feel about you feel? nfts with art like some people are like oh it's just a scam or right <laughs> uh, everything that's, cra-
1: that's crazy that's crazy because i was looking into i was looking into making one or making making my artwork in nft
3: and
1: uh i'm all for it it's it's another another uh Another avenue to get to get the artists out there and, and, and especially into a virtual world, which is, is dope to me.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I'm very interested, uh very interested, and I'm still kind of learning, but for anyone who may be listening, I'm not like the NFT expert, but what I can say <laughs> is NFT stands for non-fungible token. Um, and it's like some kind of digital token. And let's just say you took a picture of—I'm just using this example because I heard it somewhere. Let's say you took a picture of, I don't know, the White House or something, and it was just some extraordinary picture. And you wanted to sell it. Um, Okay, maybe I didn't <laughs> explain. Uh, you, I don't you're on the
2: right it. track. You're on the right track. So you. you, you
0: you can sell that picture. And it's like an original, like it is the original picture that you took. So you sell it to that person. And then if you, because it's a picture, I mean, you can re, I guess, create it, not create it again, but you know, make copies or something.
1: Yeah, di- digital copies and you're, sell- you're selling that that token, that digital copy to people. So it's it's, it's kind of like, a co- All right. Say like it's a, a physical coin, and you have, and it's it's you, it, yours is mint, and it's something wrong with it or something delicate, and you make copies of that coin, and you're selling that copy to people, but you still had you had the original.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's yeah, I I think it's dope.
0: Yeah, I would like. It, it sounds. I would like to get into it very cool for anyone listening that's like uh what are you talking about um i would definitely say google it like i said i'm not the expert but i have been kind of doing my little google search uh on nfts and it seems to be something that people are talking about more and more and artists are getting you know paid uh well for their work time and time and time time. very (laughs) well all right Um, so as far as support you figure out I want to be a painter I want to be this I want to be that all these things can you talk about support either from your peers maybe people in the same industry from your friends from family is this something that was celebrated off the break or is it something that Took a while for people to warm up to, or is it something where there's not necessarily the support that you would like?
1: It's never the support that I would like, but uh, it's warming up. It's uh, it's a lot of times where I feel like I'm not being supported, um, but it's 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 few. It's few people that you know support support me through the end in their own, their own, their own different ways, so, uh, I mean, and I, I understand, me understanding that, you know, it helps me a lot, too.
0: I bring this up just about on every, <laughs> on every episode, because it's kind of, like, the reason why I started the podcast to begin with, um, when I decided, hey, I want to be a writer, there was not an outpour, <laughs> or even a drop, of support um, from the people that I really wanted the support from which is like my family it was more so you know you're gonna be like living in a cardboard box (laughs) if this is the (laughs) the avenue that you take so I never felt that support Um, so when I finally kind of found my way I just continued to keep it to myself but I wanted to create something where people who are writers or what have you can just come and be celebrated. So in the perfect world, how would you like people to support you besides the obvious, you know, buying something or whatever, but like Mm -hmm. what is the best way to support you? And that's, that's, everybody can answer that question differently, but I guess if you could, hopefully the question makes sense.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. It
2: makes sense. Um, I mean, besides the obvious, <laughs> uh, understanding.
0: Mm, that's heavy. Understanding. Well, what do you want them to understand?
1: Uh, this, I mean, it's, it's the struggles, the, you know, every day waking up and, and, and the grind and and at like on, <laughs> being an entrepreneur and, and designs and works is not <laughs> definitely not an easy job, and every and, you know we 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 go through depression, I, like I I fight depression a lot, uh, and just mental, our mental stability and all that stuff is could get tampered, and you know as as artists you know we're uh. I said we have all, we always have superpowers. We have superpowers as artists. And like we, we channel people, channel feelings. We, we, it's so it's, it's, yeah, just support, just understanding. And then, you know, every day is not an easy day for us. A lot of, a lot of days are not easy, but.
0: Absolutely true. Uh, the creative process is serious <laughs> and I always say that some of the people that create some of the most beautiful amazing powerful life-changing things have the most corrupt oh, okay no no shade not saying crap <laughs> <laughs> I love to say I have the most corrupted spirits. Um, but yes and no, like there's, like you mentioned, we channel people, you know, a lot of us are empaths. So like we take in a lot of emotion and we like process it and turn it into these amazing things. But it's definitely, I feel like when it comes to creatives in general, there is this kind of like, idea that because you are making beautiful things or whatever that you're always happy or on the spot you should be able to just make something like it is a process Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I totally dig um I totally dig that you say that (laughs) I dig it a lot Okay, well, we're gonna move right along to the next question. So because you do so many things, I feel like I almost sort of want to touch on a little bit of everything, hopefully. Um there you go. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best. So when I saw you, you were reciting poetry. Um so that was like the first thing that I was like, okay, a poet, cool. Now let's talk about reciting poetry, because everybody kind of has their own way. Um, There's kind of like, I guess, a stereotypical way or whatever that people think poetry (laughs) needs to look like and sound like. Um, (laughs) And that kind of kept me in a space where I wasn't really comfortable sharing, because I'm like, I don't sound like a poet. Like, I sound like, you know, your typical round the way girl and I'm not gonna get up and recite poetry sounding different to try and like fit into this mold, but you sound really great. Um, So as far as your stage presence or maybe how you recite, um, do you have any tips for people when they perform their poetry, how to maybe block out maybe nervousness or do you deal with nervousness? Uh
1: Uh, yes, I deal with nervous nervousness all the time. <laughs> so my first my first my first full year of performing on stage, I like literally threw up every time I got on stage or before I got on stage. It was horrible. <laughs> oh my. so right. So uh, I guess my tip, my tip was uh, somebody, so this lady, older lady told me, are suggested that I don't listen to no poets for my first year. Like, don't listen, you know what I'm saying? Okay, you're gonna go and go to an open mic and listen, but don't sit there, like in your off time, don't sit there and just put on your earphones and listen to poets or, or go to a poet, deaf poet jam and listen to poets and all that stuff because you'll find yourself mimicking them. So you know what I'm saying? For the first year, I, I didn't listen to anybody. Just like my art, I didn't really follow anybody. And I found my own voice, which I found my own voice, but now probably during the pan- pandemic, I really found my stage presence. If that if that makes sense.
0: Yes, absolutely. I'm I'm glad you brought up the pandemic because. Well, I mean, we're still in it, (laughs) Um, but during the pandemic, especially when it first kicked off and everybody was like on lockdown and you uh, couldn't really go hardly anywhere, like I remember having to have that notice if you had like an essential job that you had to be at, you had to have some kind of letter on your dashboard for why you're in Mm -hmm. the street you wasn't supposed to be in the streets because it was curfews
3: and all (laughs) kinds of stuff.
0: And this is normal to probably everybody listening, but a couple of years from now, someone's gonna listen to this and be like, what? Y'all had to do what? Um but yeah it was that serious. And so we're all kind of home for the most part. And I had been on Instagram, but not really. It was just something I would pop into here and there. I was trying to figure out what to post and Nobody really cared. I had like little to no following. Um, But then I started to kind of do my little poetry thing and people just, I just found the poetry community and it was just a real thing. And a lot of people were doing those lives for like all day long. I mean, they still do them now, but I feel like, Mm -hmm. especially in 2020, it was like constantly, like that was the only entertainment, the only way to get your stuff out there um, was to be on some platform. It may not have been Instagram, but but yeah, during the pandemic, um, a lot of people started to get more comfortable uh, being on camera, period, but just performing as far as the poets go. Um, Cause it's different being on stage and kind of like being at home. I feel like being on stage, I can block out the audience much easier and kind of get my brain together. But when I'm on my phone, I just, I can't stand being on camera. So I'm just kind of like, oh gosh, is the angle right? Is it this? What do I look like? You know, cause people are like zooming into your face. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, okay. And then there's a lot of people who are nervous, and you would never know. Um, some of my favorite poets that I found online, you know, tell me that they kind of struggle, and they perform so well, you would just never even know it. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: it's just the goal, right? It is not for people to know. Um, yeah, yeah,
2: that's the goal.
0: So you said you do some graphic design, correct? Yes. So how did that come about? And Go ahead and maybe plug in some of these things that you do. Like, are you doing them? Like, basically, like freelance. Um, I mm-hmm. guess talk about it a little more. Okay.
1: Uh, so how that happened? So I I mentioned that you know when I grew up, I wanted to be a painter, <laughs> uh, and then my father, my father, you know, I told my father like, yeah, I want to be a painter, and my father like, oh, you know, painters don't get paid until they die. That's one thing I always remember that he always told me. So I had to I had to redirect and I found a way to to you know still draw and still do art but get paid off of it. So and that's why I majored now. I majored in graphic design. Um, at Central State. This is back in the day. This is from graphic design was like horrible (laughs) but any i digress uh yeah so i went into i graduated as a graphic designer not at first uh i went to the military in 20 years and all that stuff then i went back to school and finished my graphic design uh at pittsburgh uh uh institute of art and then uh I found out that I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm an electrician. And I got lost in the electrician world. And uh then I started this, started my job, my business, and I became a freelancer graphic designer. And
3: yeah.
0: Wow, you just I love how you just kind of got lost over that. Sir, you have Lived like <laughs> you <have laughs> lived. You're in the whole military, okay? I didn't know that. Surprise. Um, then you were an electrician, sir. What? Wow, that is something else. You, you, like I said, you have lived. Um, that's very, very fascinating. And I, I think it's so interesting how things have shifted because now graphic design is popping like that field is a big money-making field um because so many Mm -hmm. people are going into business and creating their own things and they're looking for people who can create their logos for them i'm actually looking at your website now and i talked about like branding and all that stuff which is huge um for people to be successful in business so the fact that you are helping people in that big deal big deal so congratulations Um, Thank you. Doing that and for everything that you've been able to do, I think that that is really fascinating. Um, one thing I do want to bring up because you, you brought up that, you know, artists or you were told artists don't make money until they die, <laughs> right? Um, right. Just like I was told, you know, if I'm going to be a writer, I'm going to be starving living in a cardboard box. Um, so it's amazing how we as people, I guess, of a certain time, because I feel like it's changing now. It's also, it also depends on your culture as well, um, because even as things maybe change in different industries, there are still some people who have, um, I don't wanna say the old school mentality, but I mean, hey, the old <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. The old school mentality where, you know, success is a box that has a few, you know, professions in it, and you have to be one of the few in order to make it. Um, but now, you know, graphic design is big. Writers are getting paid pretty big. Like all these things that are in the arts um, that people once maybe even looked down upon or frowned upon um, are now things that are regard like they have such high regard. Um, so i just think it's it's very interesting to see how the tables have turned um and you know people who are in the arts like we lit now like this is our time i feel like this is our special season um in history where we are you know getting the credit um and we're getting paid alive <laughs> alive as well and kicking you know and (laughs) not only are we getting paid you know our families are getting paid and we're able to do so many different things starting with our art so what a time Mm -hmm. to be alive (laughs) okay (laughs) all right so we gonna move that along wow so I learned I learned some things about you um cool well let's talk a little bit about unsatisfied customers or when people critique your work. Cause I feel like any creative, no matter what you're doing or people in general, when you make something and let's say somebody doesn't like it, especially in the world of social media, you might post something and some people are just trolling where they're just like looking for something negative to say, how do you deal mm-hmm. with negative like criticism Um yeah, how do you deal with that? And what, I guess, advice would you give to others who may just be, just be getting their feet wet and they're starting to receive some uh, unwanted criticism?
2: Right. Um,
1: I, their criticism is is a grain of salt to me because I'm, I, and the reason why I say that because I am my own worst critic. I'm my own worst critic. And I, I self, I, I doubt myself a lot. So you know them, they can't say anything worse than than what I I think of myself. But I still continue on because it's it's a lot of people out there that loves my work. And uh, yeah, so my friend sent me one oh, minute. My friend sent me a, a manta that uh that i deal with <laughs> that i say every day um let me pull it up i'm sorry oh yeah that's yeah that's how i deal with it the a grain of salt i like
0: salt. It. you i mean you drive yourself crazy if you really just focus Um, I'm trying to think there was a, a rapper famous rapper I'm just blanking on who it is and I wish I could tell people who it is but it's a very popular rapper that wasn't on social media more of like an OG in the rap game and he was talking about why he doesn't do social media because when he I guess surfaced uh online and he was posting new music he said that he got like a couple thousand people who just loved it, said positive things. Um, But there was this one comment where somebody like literally trashed, (laughs) trashed what he had posted. And he got so upset that he was going back and forth um, with that person. And it just turned very ugly. And the person that was interviewing the rapper was just like, you just said that you had a couple thousand great reviews but that one <laughs> it's it right. really,
3: yeah.
0: it stung him that bad to where he's like yeah, yeah that's why i don't do social media um so i think the it's dude. great that you you basically are like whatever you know what i'm saying because not everybody has that that ability some people have to learn over time how to kind of just keep it pushing um but that's, that's respectable
1: you can't make everybody happy. And I, I feel like because because of how I grew up and me being an au- awkward individual and me always keeping to myself, and I feel like that that really helped me and, and not taking criticism as as horrible as everybody
3: else.
0: I can dig it. I can totally dig it. Okay, moving right along. Wow. Okay, so what is your biggest achievement, I would say? And just, I'm sure there are many, but one of your biggest achievements so far um, as an artist?
2: Uh, uh, My
1: kids. I know that's probably crazy. As as an artist, my kids. That's beautiful.
3: Because
1: I, I, because when I uh when I start learning everything, my kids were the first people to, to hear it, and they was they was the, <laughs> they was the one that 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 uh they gave it gave gave it titles. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, well, shout out
0: to the kids. Um, here at. W-I-N-I-F-R-E-D. We love the kids. I actually have, you know, a little, I guess, little listener following. Um, Surprisingly, in my analytics, it shows me that there are some little people that listen. So shout out to the youngins. And um, I think that's really beautiful (laughs) that, you know, your kids have been a part of what you do. And what is a goal that you have? Let's say by 2025, and right now it's 2021, <laughs> just in case people are listening to this later on. But let's say in 2025, what is something you hope to have achieved?
2: By
1: 2025, um, to bring everybody together and as an artist. Like, I'm, I'm striving. And I'm struggling, but I'm striving on like to bring other people up with me. So I have example. So I have a an Amazon store, a Creative Collective, and I want other people. To, I want to collab with other people. You know, what I'm saying to in my Creative Collective, so where they could they can thrive also, or you know, bring bring i have my my own my own apparels or whatnot my own brand and uh i'm trying to bring everybody all like everybody who do a custom apparel t-shirts together like you you show my shirt in your store and i can sell your shirt on creative, um, creative Corner or wherever I go, I'm promoting you you as well as I'm promoting myself. And you know what I'm saying? They do vice versa, it's the same thing, vice versa. So it's to make, my goal is to make, make a niche, make everybody closer.
0: Is the Creative Collective like open for members or how does that work? What if somebody wanted to be a part of the collective? How do they do that? Can they do that?
1: yeah definitely, definitely they could do it um it's it's not it's not being a member or anything like that not as as a yet. it's just uh, our, you know we we collab we talk we talk about it and and I post we post your stuff on creative collective and it is seen in in Amazon. it's just uh I guess networking you could say.
0: I think that's fantastic. Support is, is very important. And I I love that idea. I love that idea. So I remember you were talking about, I don't know if you were talking about it on the live or that I saw you on an Instagram or if it's something I just saw on your post, but there was like a paint night um, situation and you had people painting like a cover to your book? Did I get that right? Oh uh,
1: yeah, hmm, mm-hmm. that was my uh release party.
0: That is really cool. How how did that like? Where did that idea come from? How did you get that going? Like how <laughs> how does one?
1: Right. Do something? <laughs> um, so so yeah, like I said, uh, my first love is painting. Um, when I when I lived in Maryland, I I, I was a, a paint instructor. And I've I've done a couple of my here paintings. Sit instructed paint that. Um, so everything that I, I try to or that I have going on, I, I incorporate painting. Uh, and uh yeah. And I, I created my I created my book cover from painting. And I, you know, I just like, all right, let's have a sip and paint and paint my, my book cover. <laughs> And that became one of one of one of the events.
0: Sounds really fun. Um, can you talk about branding? I see on your on your website. And I will put a link to the website so people can can get to it. So how would you suggest a creative? Well, it's kind of a hard question because it's different for everyone, but let's say three ways.
1: That a creative can brand okay. themselves. Uh, I have I have this whole this whole scheme uh, scheme and everything. Think of but you know what I'm saying, the first the first thing is, is an idea. You know, have have your idea all all out all out, and then y'all you know saying through through your idea make. Action, make. You know, saying draw something or or look up research or or do something toward, towards your idea, and that that becomes more. That's something a process that you were like, oh well, I need to get this done. It's the idea that I'm I'm creating, and everything. Uh, copyright <laughs> first, second, or third. Get a copyright. Your idea is copyrighted. As soon as you think think of it. Somebody's willing to steal it. Um, and then, you know, go go into go into your logo, your uh, idea of your logo and what you want it to represent. Uh you know, as an artist, I, I think about colors and feelings and how how you want it, want it to be received by other people, or you know, when they see it, like they they get all the strength, giggly, or royalty, or however, however you want it to perceive, perceive to other people.
0: Good advice. Good advice. Good advice. Okay. All right. So we are going to get into the game. I'm looking at the time. I'm like, all right, all right. Um, <laughs>
2: it's
0: time to play a game. Are you ready?
1: I am. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right. So for my regular listeners, you know, the game is just a random fun thing that usually has nothing to do with anything. Sometimes it doesn't even make sense. Uh, but it's just to kind of switch up the vibe a little bit and just have a little bit of fun. so for your game, um, it is called Colors of Creative Minds. And I'm going to ask... <laughs> I'm gonna ask you just a couple questions and I want you to give me a color um, that you would associate with what I say. Um okay. it's not you know not supposed to be like anything just to like stress yourself over.
3: <laughs>
0: Good fun. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and kick it off. Okay. If your soul was a color, what color would it be?
2: it would be
3: orange
0: Mm.
1: why orange I'm just curious orange that's well orange is my favorite color and to me it just it represents a sense of calmness uh, sensibility um, awareness yeah it's it's a, a I don't know, it's it's a a
2: home feel to orange.
0: That's powerful, (laughs) very powerful. Um, Shout out to my cousin, uh, Gina, which is a regular listener and orange is her favorite color, made me think of her. All right, now, if your mind was a color, what color would it be? And it's okay if you repeat colors.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no, nah, but my mind... I want to say purple.
0: Mm, okay, okay. Give us a little, little reason why. Why purple?
2: Purple.
1: Rich. Um, strength. Mm. And you know, what I'm saying it also, it also could be, it could also represent, you know, the the calm, sensitive side side of you.
0: Ooh. poetry already!
1: <laughs>
0: yes. yes, my goodness. Okay, what color would you say is the color of your home?
1: a yellow comes to (laughs) mind when i close my eyes a yellow
0: yellow is is my second favorite color i love it bright you know (laughs) very bam in your face um okay why do you pick yellow
1: um yellow creativity bright uh not it, I I feel like it represents creativity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not a, a a ordinary color, so you're like, oh, okay, <laughs> something that stands out.
0: <laughs> Aww, so beautiful. Okay, I love this. So, what color <laughs> is the soundtrack to your life?
1: Ooh. <laughs> soundtrack to my life.
0: <laughs> uh, Red. Wow.
2: Okay.
1: Why red? Uh, red is loud. It has it. It it, it could rep- it represents like screaming at sometimes. Uh, chaotic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but straight But strength is in, in red too. So.
0: Definitely. Okay, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, I just got two more. Um, so, what color would you give your bank account?
3: <laughs>
2: dust. Is <laughs> <laughs> dust the color? Nah. Stop. <laughs> uh, um. I was
1: hmm, what I wanted to be. Hey, we can do green. that. Hey, green, hey money, green.
0: money, 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 money.
3: Not,
1: not, not, not in the sense of money, in the sense of, uh, I, I see green as stability, I see green as the roots, uh, foundation.
0: Man, come on now, poet. Come on now. <laughs> that is fantastic. No, that is, that's so dope. So dope. All right. The very last one. So for all of your dreams and aspirations, if they had to be a color, what color would they be?
1: Oh, blue. Blue. With 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 uh blue with orange in it. Oh,
0: <laughs> mm. okay, a little combo combination.
1: Uh, Tell us blue. about that. Uh, orange creativity, <laughs> always blue. Um, I just I just see blue.
3: Hmm.
1: In in my dreams because I'm. Uh, it, it's it's a thought uh in the process. Blue is a is means process to me. I love that. So yes I and and then orange, you know, the creativity in the process is 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 abundant.
0: So. Wow. That was so heavy. My gosh, <laughs> my gosh, I'm just give you the round of applause. That that was so good. That was actually very interesting. It was different in my mind. I was just like, oh, this is random, but it was actually very beautiful. I really enjoyed your answers, and thank you for for sharing that, and for everything that you shared, you know, bringing us into your world and letting us know what you have going on um so with that we're gonna go ahead and close up this episode it's been a great time with you so just kind of drop your social media handles your website again i will post them um on my instagram that's for the podcast as well as on the episode but if you just want to shout them out for the people who may be listening while they're cooking or while they're cleaning or driving and you just want to shout it out go ahead and plug all your stuff
1: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate being here and you giving the platform a chance for me to be on the platform. Uh, yeah. Anybody want to follow me, uh, follow me at Creative Minds uh, Instagram. That's C-R-E, the number eight, T-I-V-E-M-I-N-Z. Or you can go to Creative Collective, C-R-E, the number eight, T-I-V-E, collective, K-O-L-I-T-V-E. That's .org. Or you know, go to Amazon. Uh, look up at Creative Corner C R E A T I V E K O R N, or uh, Facebook. My government name DeNaro, D-E-N-A-I-R-O, G-I-R-T-O-N. G I R T O N, and um, yeah.
0: Fantastic. Oh, wow. Well, much success and prosperity to you. I look forward to seeing other things that, you know, will come along. And again, thank you so much for coming on to the, to the podcast. <laughs>
1: thank you. I appreciate it, goddess. Thank you. Love you to life.
0: All right. Take care. You too. Tell me that wasn't a fire episode. Wow. (laughs) I really felt like we got to step into his brain um, and really get a feel for him as a person. I'm so excited for all the things that he's doing and planning to do in the future wow um you gotta check out his page you gotta check out his artwork his poetry um definitely give this brother a follow give all my guests a follow you know let them know hey i heard you on the w-i-n-i-f-r-e-d podcast you know what i'm saying like let's let's love on each other let's support each other you know so many times I listen to podcasts and there'll be like a real fire guest and I'm like man let me go let me go really check out what they have going on let me show them a little love and if for whatever reason I don't personally follow the person I'm still gonna give them some hearts give them some some likes maybe even a share um let's just spread spread the positivity Um, I really appreciate him coming on this platform, and um, I'm happy for you all coming to listen to it and get a little taste of the creative mind so thank you so much for tuning in and ah, recently we crossed the a thousandth listen and ah, so happy (laughs) it's so weird like it it, the thousand listens really meant something to me and I know for some they might say oh that's nothing but for me it was a big deal like you gotta understand I'm a person who I don't want to say doesn't always feel seen or heard um when I started the podcast and I'll talk about this again in a solo episode I really didn't have any expectations honestly I just felt like you know maybe a couple people would listen here or there but a thousand and once I've crossed a thousand um it doesn't even show me anymore like listen by listen like I would be able to see each listen as they came on like a master list that's how I was able to figure out i got to a thousand but now that we've crossed it still says 1k and i think it will stay at 1k until it hits 2k so y'all know what we gotta do we gotta hit that 2k (laughs) and that's gonna be my goal for 2022 but i want to thank everyone everyone for listening thank you for your time You know, thank you for your support. It means so much to me. None of this, you know, would become anything um, without you guys. It would just kind of be floating, uh, floating in the evergreen atmosphere. But it's great to have listeners, listeners from all over the world. Um, You're appreciated. It to my amazing guests. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your art. Thank you for being open and honest and willing to share on this platform. Um, But again, I'm going to talk about this in a solo episode. I'm just really giddy. Um, Support, support, support creative minds. And yes, we'll be back with a couple more interviews before we cap off the interviews and end the year with solo episodes. December, yes, ladies and gentlemen, December, December. Is going to be all solo episodes, back to the basics, back to how it started. It was just me and my phone and my feelings are getting back to it. <sighs> all right, y'all. Take care. Bye.